she's she's been watching this show. Uh, it's on Stars. It's about a woman, one woman in the nineteen like forties England, who touches some magic rocks <laughs> and, and falls two hundred years back through time to like I guess Scotland or wherever. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I, I gotta get back home to time to Tingland <laughs> to Tingland time <laughs> to Tingland time. And there's this guy who I call a Crocodile Back. Uh, who's like is he really big, ashy? No, he just he got he got whipped by the British, uh, um, and he's got a really grody looking back, look like a crocodile. <laughs> <laughs> he's not look any any he, he's Kingsley. He's a bona fide hottie. Oh boy, a bona fide hottie. <laughs> yeah, we're, I'm gonna delete. That. <laughs> <laughs> Did you record it? Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> don't be sorry. <laughs> Kisa said, "Don't be sorry." Um, anyway, so he's he's I mean he's all right looking if you like crocodile backs. Mm. Um, yeah, and then and so she's like, "I I gotta get, I gotta get back home," but like she's going through all these adventures, and also the show's a, a bit anachronistic because this dude's really woke. <laughs> From like, from like 1800s woke or like woke from the hits of today. The show reads like it's very like fan fictiony. It's like ooh, wouldn't it's like uh it's like ladies erotica because ah. like um she she does something that almost gets a bunch of bunch of them captured by the British and he hits her and then they're like beefing for a while and then they talk about it and 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 he's like i'll never hit you again i'll I'll learn my lesson (laughs) (laughs) that's that's our custom but we'll talk about our problems for now on Mm. it's like no uh, more hitting no more hitting (laughs) just speaking just speaking uh um also she tells him that She's from the future, and he's like, "Well, that seems right plausible to me." <laughs> I don't see why not. Like, he just he just goes with it, and like, I mean, like if if you okay, listen, real talk. I, I think about this a lot, <laughs> but but you continue. Real talk. What would somebody have to do? Like, at what point in a relationship with a person could you mm-hmm. if would that? Could they reveal to you that they were from the future? I would need that uh, Derek comedy sketch that the Thomas Jefferson one. I would need to be somewhere. And she's just like, three, two, one. And then like the underminer burst through the ground or something. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And, you know, and then I'd be like, okay, all Mm. right. You know, Uh, maybe maybe she did that like twice. She'd have to do it two times. She couldn't yeah, just be the- like, yo, uh, ASAP Rocky or Donald Trump is going to try to get ASAP Rocky out of jail. Like if she had said that like three years ago and then it happened today, like, would you believe her? Ooh, I'm a I'm piece of trash because no. <laughs> <laughs> because somehow... I'd be like, maybe you're just like a, you're really good at observing pop culture. And cause, cause the Simpsons had Donald Trump going down that same elevator. The, uh, the, the escalator thing. Escalator. Yeah. I think that was post. I think the only Simpsons one that they predicted was, uh, at one point, Lisa's presidency happened after Donald Trump's presidency. But I think the, uh, I think that viral video that happened was not actual, like, yeah. Well, I think I that like was sim- fake news. I'm if right, you would. Right. Yeah, that's right. I'm uh, I feel like <laughs> I feel like the Simpsons predicted um other stuff as well. I mean, you got that much content out there. You're gonna get you're gonna get one or two. It's that whole a million chimps typing on a million typewriters thing. Yeah, except it's like a bunch of white guys from Harvard instead. Hey, same thing. Hey. 
welcome to Time Skip, the nerd culture podcast where both the, the co-hosts have broken <clears throat> off Party City swords on one another. I'm Kingsley Noadam. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Corey Reed. What are you up to this week, Corey? What's going on? Oh, with man. You? Once again, these deep cuts are wild. I'm uh. running out already. <laughs> um, I'm doing I'm doing okay. Um, listen, man, you just went to Tokyo. Do you want to talk about it? Um, no, nothing interesting <laughs> happened. But I do have a long anecdote about the DMV that you've been trying to stifle me on. You don't want me listen, to tell my long DMV anecdotes. <laughs> I kind of wish, and you really you really dropped the ball. But I kind of wish you said, welcome to line skip. Um, you <laughs> you know, elaborate on that? Because well, you want to talk about lines of the DMV. Oh, yeah. Lines of time. So if you want to go, if you want to throw down a time crystal, mm-hmm. we haven't done that this episode. So if you just yell time crystal, <laughs> okay. we can go back and you could do the whole thing. Hold on. I'm holding the time crystal in my hand. I'm looking at it, you know, mm-hmm. you, you can feel its warmth radiating. Yeah. It feels like you've known it your time whole crystal. life. Time crystal. Welcome to line skip. The <laughs> Wait, hold on, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Just put like a beat in there. Let nope. the, let the, let the oh, say, use the time crystal. I'm, I'm actually getting better to throw down a time crystal to stop mm. your time crystal. <laughs> okay, hold on. Crystal! And I'm going through time. <sighs> Kingsley, wait! Time crystal! <laughs> time crystal! Kingsley, hold on! Wait, now there's two of me and two of you? Both hey. you motherfuckers just you wait a half second. <laughs> Purely for editing purposes. Alright. Alright, now throw out your time, time crystal. Time crystal! Oh. Come on. You bitch. <laughs> I'm waiting to beat, dude. <laughs> Time Crystal. Welcome to Line Skip. The pop culture podcast where we skip the line at the DMV. You know, we got real long lines at the DMV. Has anybody broken ground on that on this internet radio we call podcasting? Today, uh, oh, that was okay. That wasn't a real question. No, 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 no. This is my type five. It's fifteen minutes long and it's not tight at all. Okay, I'll be the audience. All right. Hey, uh, so, uh. You know the DMV, Department of Motor Vehicles? Anybody ever been to the DMV in the crowd? <laughs> oh, the bassist has been to the DMV. I really like that attitude you got going on. You're like uh, that dude on the Colbert show that he's got going on. So anyway, I went to the DMV recently, right? Those real long lines. I had to wait for a long time. Didn't you gotta go during work hours? Why can't you go on Saturday and Sunday? This is comedy. Anybody relating to this? Oh my god! The comedy place is on fire! Because my jokes are so fire. And then I dab and then I inhale too much smoke and I die. And my ghost haunts the place. Yeah, that's pretty good. Pretty lame place to hunt. I mean, like, all right, give me your top five cool places to haunt. Top five cool places to hunt. Okay, Disneyland. No, that sucks. You're what? gonna get drafted into the haunted mansion. That sucks. You gotta go to work when you're dead. No way. No, bro, I'm gonna hunt Splash Mountain. And and do what? <laughs> Just go on the rides a bunch. <laughs> Listen to the songs of the South. Oh God! Who's to say that um, you know, anyone has to recognize your hunting? So, Mama, I was on Splash Mountain and I had a terrible fright. Yes, son, that is the point of the ride. They put a big drop in there, so you have a big fright, Mm -hmm. and then they take a picture of it. 
I saw a dreadful apparition. He looked like a a very bad comedian. Uh, I think that's just Briar Rabbit, son. It's an animatron. Why don't you have a British accent? <laughs> I thought I did. <laughs> no, you sound like you. They all sound like me. Number four. <laughs> um, Eiffel Tower. Hmm. Show your work. Because um, that also very, sounds like it sucks. It's it's a nice looking. Uh, it's always populated, so you'd always have people to hang out with. Mm. Um, you get a great view of Paris. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> did I not say that right? That one slide. <laughs> just let it just go. Keep going. You like my French accent? No, I, I like it. I'm letting it slide. Keep going. Okay, well... Um, yeah, it's just gorgeous and it's, it's, you know, ghosts usually haunt, uh, you know, ugly, dusty places. Mm-hmm. Me? I'm in Paris. Bougie ghost ass ghost. Niggas in Paris. You, you too good for regular <laughs> ghost haunts? Hell yeah. You ain't trying to haunt like the crusty remains of a comedy club where they let me off for some reason and they just let me ramble on, which means it no, was like an open night mic sort of situation. You ain't trying no, to haunt because- them. I'm not trying to spend eternity with mediocre comedians. <laughs> just what this podcast will be. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're just trying to like watch tourists like take photos of one another until you, yeah, the heat death of the to, universe. Yeah, I'm trying to like um, get in the picture, and then that same kid from uh, Disney's like. Oh no, it's back again. It's like it's like ten years later. Uh she's looking at her a picture of um you know her friends or whatever, and she just sees my ghost butt mooning mm-hmm. them. You think you're gonna have a ghost butt? Yeah. I'm not gonna be like one of those sperm ghosts. <laughs> Dude, you got a lot of sperm ghost energy, man. I hate to break it to you. Wow, you just said you just called me weak. <laughs> <laughs> That's the equivalent of calling someone a cut. You can't be a, a sperm ghost, bro. I mean, listen, I'm just keeping it real, dude. I'm keeping it corporeal. Wow. I'm one of them. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an elder ghost. I'm so strong that I have legs. You ain't nothing but 26 years old. You ain't no elder ghost. Yeah, but I willed it. Mm. Number three. White House. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is the first cool one. Because you get to hang out with Ghost Lincoln and Ghost, Lincoln. Ghost Taft, probably. And uh, what's that dude's name um, who got killed? Um, JFK? Kennedy. I feel like that dude knows how to party. Probably knows how to party, yeah. Yeah. But he probably knows how to party like, you know, 50s style. So it's like. I feel like he was a wild man. Yeah, but like, that's what I mean. Like 50s style, like just hitting people in the mouth and. What? Yeah. <laughs> That's like, not a party. I feel like he'd be into some boys will be boys shit and like at a party. Yeah, I uh, I yeah, uh, Marilyn, come over. I I have a I have a I have a joke for you. You can you gonna like this, guys? Oh God. <laughs> hey Marilyn, uh, how many fingers do I have? <laughs> this is. I do like you think- that you're doing all these voice reaches. These are really fun <laughs> for me. <laughs> Look, you, you miss all the shots you shoot. That's true. Oh, That's true of both <laughs> of us, honestly. <laughs> um, no, I, I don't think JFK would be a, a ghost abuser. I think he would just like, I think he would do minor assaults, like spiking the ghost punch or like putting his butt on sleeping Lincoln. Mm. Thing is, Lincoln's only pretending to be asleep because <laughs> ghosts don't sleep, and Lincoln likes butts. He does like butts. <laughs> um, number two, mm-hmm. heaven. Does that count as a haunt? That's like saying that, like I broke into my apartment. You never established the rules. <laughs> There. Um, I guess you got me Evan's there. I do tight. like technicalities. Evan's pretty tight. I get to hang out with JC. Mm-hmm. I get to hang out with uh, OGG. Mm. Uh, 
Seth uh, Metatron. <laughs> I was about to say Seth Brown. <laughs> I was like, wait, that is not a real age. <laughs> um, Michael, uh, I get to see all the the beasts. Um, yeah. You get to see um, Kaoru from Evangelion zip there. And he's um, up there. Yeah. Um, uh, the creator of Static Shock is there. Aww. Dwayne McDuffie. Oh, rest um, in power. Yeah, rest in power. Um, yeah, it's all around good time. It kind of explains itself. Mm-hmm. All right, you got two out of four so far. That's 50-50. Let's see if you last, can bring it home. Last but not least. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> this one's kind of conceptual. Okay. Uh, the zeitgeist itself. I hate this. This sucks. <laughs> Go ahead. I, I want to haunt the imaginations of oh of God. all living creatures. Oh so my God, that all um, you know, media and games and books and concepts revolve around me. <laughs> Who's this? Who's this black guy we see in our dreams every night? <laughs> so, like, basically, your number one haunt is to become, like, a deity, like a dream mm. deity. Yeah. If you mm. if you look at the progression of, of the places, I gain more power every time. That's, yeah, that tracks. The writing was on the wall since episode one. Except for the whole Disneyland to, uh, to Eiffel Tower thing. I don't see... I feel like that's less power, even. All right, well, the writer didn't know what the show was in the first two seasons. They kind of had a, had to a find its uh, ghost legs, so to speak. That makes sense. You got you, you, you got to give a show two homework seasons before it really <laughs> yeah, gets exactly. into it. Yeah, oh, okay. All right. Yeah, no, this was about stands. Ripple, <laughs> Hammond, meh. Those are cool, but this is really about ghost men. Yeah, we, got, we really got to it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, Kings, we should. Um. Oh. Uh. We should. We should talk about our stands at some point. Okay. It, I. I'll have to. I'll have to get back to you on that because I. I feel like if I make one up it has to be like way too complicated like it'll have to take 30 minutes to explain it'll have terrifying like uh terrifyingly specific conditions in which it could be activated yeah no i i uh since i have a few i'll I'll tell you one of my conditional ones Mm -hmm. it's called cruel summer okay um uh, let's see what are what are the what's that the the ranking circle? It's a it's kind of an area of effect stand. Mm-hmm. So its area effect is, um, I don't know, maybe like a hundred feet around me. I don't know. the The thing is, it makes you uh, scared. It's it's kind of like one of those scenes when someone's like, ah, oh, such malice. <laughs> So it's killing intent. It's kind of like that. Or um, when someone's like, you don't bleach when someone has a bunch of spiritual pressure. Sure. Do you not? Yeah. I said sure to agree with you. But I don't, I feel like you don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. You no, know, I, watch, I know, I know what everybody's I, talking about all the time. I feel like you know what I'm saying in the abstract, but I feel like you never watched Bleach. I mean, like, I've seen Bleach. I know what's going on. I'm calling you out. Yeah, that's right. Everyone, now everyone knows. I didn't really like Bleach that much, and I stopped watching it pretty quick. And here we go. That whole ghost story, it was all to get to this. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. (laughs) I think Bleach sucks. It's a terribly popular opinion. (laughs) And now I got you in a headlock, and now you have to explain to me why Bleach sucks. It's really boring, and it's too long, and it loses itself, like, really quickly. I mean, it loses itself. It's just like, okay. Listen, it's, huh? it's fairly, it's fairly, um, up and, okay, the first, so I'll agree it is too long, but, um, 
the first maybe like two, three seasons, they all have one goal and it is fairly like shown any and, you know, they have to get Rukia back, which is the equivalent of getting Sasuke back. You know, like it's pretty straightforward, Mm -hmm. you know, when they have lots of the characters, lots of powers, training arcs um, that don't last too long um, and there's stakes, you know. So it's pretty good up until, I mean, up until what, like a a fifth of the way through. Well, just because the show is <laughs> two thousand episodes, and like, and you know, and like a hundred of them are good, doesn't mean that show is bad. Just means you don't count the other ones. Yeah, you just you just watch. You just watch the first little bit and then you go, oh, that was fine. And then you shut it off and you don't watch the rest of it. Yeah. Okay. It's like the visors are cool. Mm-hmm. Um, they're neat. But the thing is, they he basically Kishimoto'd himself, Kubo did, where he's like, um, okay, uh, <laughs> All right, now I'm gonna bring back every character who ever died and <laughs> everyone I've ever goats. mentioned. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, well, that, okay, that was that was the uh, Kishimoto version, but their version was like, all right, we have these ten generals, and each general has like two to three lieutenants, and then those lieutenants have guys underneath them, so let them fight. <laughs> and then the show is just like. Uh, dude, we have like 50 guys to beat. Every guy takes like three episodes to beat. They have to, <laughs> what have I done? They have to fight the guy, and then the guy has to like remember the like most pivotal moment of his yes. life in the middle it of the fight. A bad guy. Yeah. And then they have to like really just get into the meat and potatoes of that. And then they <laughs> they have they're like, okay, now I can use my good move that I couldn't use before. And then my good move still isn't good enough somehow, so I died. But yeah, fifty times. Yeah, well, here's the thing that like, um, so the villain will have an episode like that, but also the this little like sub character, like this little side character who we've only seen like two times, will also have their episode about how I rose through the ranks of the Soul Society. Oh my god, you know. <laughs> So, so now you have two origin stories: one for a character you will definitely never see again, and one who will, one for a character who will only be in the background in an episode. I mean, I can kind of respect that in the abstract, like the yeah. idea of uh, putting on this character that no one gives a shit about and no one will ever give a shit about, and just being like, you know what? You have to pay attention to them for 20 minutes now. And if you don't like it, get out. But (laughs) next week is going to be the content that you really want. Possibly. Possibly. (laughs) Haha, psych nerds. Um, This guy's in a team of like four people. (laughs) So every one of his teammates has to, uh, fight someone and then we have to have an episode about how the team came together so this is the good content <laughs> no i was saying that was okay yeah because like once it got to uh they, you know they got rookie back and then they got to like oh we gotta defeat aizen which is like the big twist of the series notoriously aizen uh could do everything to anybody all the time and it didn't really matter um and just like he was one of those kinds of guys where like if you and your friend were playing pretend in um in like the fifth grade you'd be, you'd be mm-hmm. like oh yeah well uh my my guy can uh deflect laser beams and every time he deflects a laser beam he can teleport behind you so like actually i'm gonna win so don't even worry about little old me i'm the champ yeah. and i have an ability where i could see two minutes ahead into the future so anything you think you might do i already know and i have 10 plans about it is that one of his real powers no i was just i was just going along with that kid you were talking about (laughs) oh i would have believed you if you'd said yes uh no i mean he kind of is like that in the sense that like 
he just plans for everything and he's been planning for 200 years. Like, so anyway, I, my <laughs> go, go ahead. Go no, ahead. Anyway, you, you, <laughs> so yeah, my stand, <laughs> he's got I this murderous intent. So <laughs> the thing about bleach is in our early episodes, when someone has a lot of spirit pressure, mm-hmm. all the characters, it's literally like gravity or something. So all the characters are like, I can't even stand up. So cruel summer can do that. But the thing is he has actually no fighting capability. Mm. Or, or like, maybe his fighting capability is just based on how freaked out you are. So it's all predicated on you not believing in yourself. Um, That's pretty you know, strong. Yeah, but like it, it works for like it. I'd be a villain, and it would work for like an episode. Like I'd be kind of near the end, and you're like, "How do they beat this guy? He seems unstoppable." And then someone notices, like, "Oh, like when you're a hundred and." Five feet away, you feel just fine, and he just looks like he looks like a wimp. You can just shoot him with a gun. Actually, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, but but if as soon as you step one hundred and four feet or whatever, then he he's like ten feet tall. Uh, he looks like Sea King from One Punch Man. Um, yeah, he looks like Sea King from Pokemon. Yeah, because that is the most terrifying form uh, anyone could take. A big lip fish. Yeah. Why they make that thing, man? I hate it. It's got a good special. It's got a good hidden ability, though. Well, that's nice for him. Good good for seeking. I'll let him know you said that. (laughs) But actually, speaking of these pocket monsters... I want to talk to you this week about a Pocket Monsters ripoff called Metabots, where they're all robots instead. And Oof. how rich of a vein that world was, and how I'm a little bit salty that it never took the world by storm like it should have. How popular was Metabots? Because I remember it from like Saturday, was it Saturday mornings on, was it Fox or WB? It was on, I think it was on abc family oh snap yeah, yeah. Ooh, because i i remember watching it like i think it also came on on weekday mornings mm-hmm, but like mm-hmm. at a time where we would be on the way to school so i could only watch it in the summer sort of it'd thing. be like 6 30 in the morning Maybe. it's like what yeah it, it would or like it'd be like either that or like 9 a.m yeah so there'd be no way to watch it just terrible times for children's programming. Mm-hmm. Like I'm supposed to negotiate with my mom to let me watch TV at six thirty in the morning. Like, mom, please. The first two hours of school, they're not even doing anything anyway. <laughs> we're, we're just tracing over the letter A in cursive. That's it. Oh man. Oh man, you've unlocked a traumatic memory. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and now it is your turn to feel it. <laughs> Uh, I remember one time in the fifth grade, uh, we were we had to write a whole paper in cursive and I couldn't write cursive. And mm. so uh, they let everybody go out to recess early. Like as oh, soon as you no. finish, you could go out. And I was like, I don't know how to write cursive. And the teacher went, well, you got to stay in here because this is a <laughs> life skill and you're going to have to learn to write cursive when you're an adult. That's so mean. I have never had a time. There's never been a time where I had to write something in cursive. I barely have to write anymore. Right? Yeah. I can't remember the last time I picked up a pencil was. It it, it probably has been like two years. (laughs) I mean, I picked up like a pen, but like, but still. Writing anything other than signing a check? I mean, I I use a notebook every day, but I'm all, I also... I'm in a classroom and stuff, but I don't have to use no cursive. Yeah. I don't even have to read cursive, really. That's silly. Anyway, I'm still salty about it. And I won't name my fifth grade teacher because that's I know who she is. I know, you know who she is, and she knows <laughs> and you, who she is. And, and she knows what she did. You had the cool teacher. Yeah, well, not Which cool. Which now enough. that I think about it. Was that race-based propaganda? It was probably race-based propaganda. But we're the very young, narrowly casting right now. I'm just saying the young white woman versus the like middle-aged black woman. The young white woman's fun. 
And look at you. You couldn't even go outside. I couldn't even go outside. She she had me trapped in that school to prison pipeline. Lock me up. You know. All right. Jesus, what is this? <laughs> she was really nice. What are you doing? <laughs> she was really nice. But she scorned me that day. And I will always remember that. <laughs> so Metabots. Yeah. 20 seconds. All right. So Metabots was a um was a game was a show that was a commercial for a game that was a commercial for toys, probably. Uh, <laughs> about uh a world in the 22nd century where the main form of entertainment were little personal robots that you could have that were about two feet tall, that were also war machines that were, you battled for fun. There were like most were like semi sentient. I think only some of them were sentient. Like the special ones were sentient, but that also raises many, so many questions. questions. But yeah, so, <laughs> some of them they were all powered by little like uh, hexagon metal hexagons, mm-hmm. and some of them had AI in them, I guess, and some of them had a soul, and. Because the ones with souls were more powerful than the ones with the AI in it, but they don't know how they made them, or if they did, they never addressed it, to my recollection. Did you ever finish that show? I did finish. Well, I finished season one. Um, There was a season two that got released, I think, like, only in Australia or something that I've never what seen. What the heck? Yeah, I don't know, man. Well, I mean, it was also released in Japan, but I think it yeah. was only dubbed over and released in Australia or something. All of a sudden, I- Icky has like an Australian accent for the <laughs> season. Oh, it might be. I can't do an Australian. <laughs> Nobody can. <laughs> but but the nipper and the dunny might be. <laughs> do, do you remember what? that? Do you what? get this reference? No. What 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 did you just say? It's a wild Thornberry's reference. Oh. But the girl in the bathroom. <laughs> Dude, I only remember, I only remember that wimp monkey that they had, that cuck monkey. <laughs> cuck monkey. That's my punk band. <laughs> um, we are cuck monkey, and we don't know how to play these instruments. <laughs> One, two, three, go. <laughs> we only do Naruto season opener themes. <laughs> don't cry don't cry dude i i feel like the amount of people that would come to a show oh my god the band cuck monkey that you just made up would really surprise you it would move you to tears probably yeah because i i would go out there i guess if they fully understood that i had a very small understanding of of uh of every piece of the musical <laughs> like i don't know all the words to the songs i only know like i can hum the tune uh i know none of the japanese uh i know how to play bass but probably not enough for a punk band and, and i guess you know no instruments <laughs> i um i know the number one instrument the human voice um it right, only well, it only has this one mode, though. I don't got any other modes. All right. Well, uh, you're, you're just going to be talking at the audience while I'm screaming at them. Well, no, I'm there to explain that we don't know how to play the instruments. You wouldn't sing with me? I mean, like, I'd also do the drums and probably I'd yell, scream with you. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm really into this. <laughs> Let's let's pause this episode of the podcast. Let's uh let's get the band cook again. <laughs> the thing that kills us is that um you know 2020 rolls around, people stop calling each other cucks. It's like something else comes out. Mm-hmm. And we are, you know, we're we're like the passion pit. Uh yes. The, you know, we are, this is exactly the same as the band Passion Pet. I just meant like we'd be really popular and very, like we'd be very of our time. Yeah. And uh, yeah, then people would just like, we fall face the earth. Well, no, because like, like we probably get on a couple of now that's what I call music uh, compilations. Wait, right. <laughs> and, then, and then after that, like, 
yeah 2020 comes around people are calling each other some other things are called they're doing like they're on an inflation fetish kick or something i don't know what the new insult du jour is going to be but then Ooh, all that's the new band yeah that's the new new one and then um all of a sudden 2045 rolls around people are mm-hmm. posting on their neo live journals Hey, remember Cuck Monkey? And they're yeah. like thinking those into their smart um smart glasses or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then we come around. We get them uh we get them post Spotify stream clicks going on. We get the royalty checks coming in. And yeah. then we can spend the money to augment our boats that we live on because of the flooding. Oh shoot. I was like, oh, we were rich. We made it. No. Everyone lives on a boat. <laughs> yeah, it's water world. I would uh, have sold out and have joined the Space Force, and oh. I would I would be a third level Chimera, <laughs> <laughs> like radiation poison general. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Uh, I could just keep naming funny things all day. Um, yeah, I would have joined the Space Force, and I'd be living on Mars. Um, with my very tall children because there's less gravity. <laughs> they're just they're all they're strung all... out and when they come to Earth to visit their grandma, like their bodies collapse and well, like, maybe they can't move be, around. They maybe there'd be like special suits for Martian people mm. or like maybe you could there'd be Martian discrimination because Are there uh, definitely Mar- be Martian discrimination? Yeah, I'm ready they're, to they're, discriminate on them right now. They yeah, leave my kids alone. Hey, man, uh, I haven't they, learned they, any lessons on Earth. They they walk on all fours because the gravity is so intense for them. Why don't we just um, put them in the water? Make them swim. Uh, oh, wait. Well, this is pre-water world Martians. I mean, it's still water on the world now. And uh, put them in Martian, little fish tanks. I think the regular water hurts them. <laughs> <laughs> they need, like, ionized water. Yeah, they, they're so used to the, the Martian water, which is just filled with iron, that our water just like, Father! Father! Why? I'd be like, Sephiroth, please, it's okay. And he's just like this giant man, very sickly looking, and he's just quivering. Father, it hurts! Oh, getting ionized water with Cloud Jr., I would have to cut my hand and he has to drink my blood. He's just, he's got a very long bat tongue and he's just like drinking my blood. It's okay. Who did you breed with in this? I don't know. Because presumably it would have to be a human woman. What is going on? Wow. I thought they'd just be like weak humans. <laughs> Listen, um, things change very fast on Mars. Um, that you know, within sense. a generation, like just growing up that way, mm-hmm. uh, you know, things change very fast. And even if your dad is a third level Chimera, there's only so much you could do. There's only so much DNA to go around. Yeah, leave my poor son alone. We're going back to Mars. <laughs> Well, you know, maybe you should st- you should go back to your planet. Maybe you should stay there. At the end of the movie, he doesn't want to go back because he found a, a you know girl who he's in love with, mm. and he wants to try to make a go of it as a human man. He's <laughs> been uh, he's also been a human man this whole time. He just got like a weird bat tongue, an Earth or an Earth man, an Earth man, and then they have like they have a a surprisingly regular baby. Yeah, the baby just comes out hella medium. Yeah. <laughs> he's just like he's like six foot five. That's medium. Well, I mean, considering I said he was twelve feet tall, that's true. Yeah, he, yeah. The baby's like six foot five, like two hundred ten pounds. Um, he's like not really that good at anything, but he's not really that bad at anything. He's like yeah. He's got all of Mario's stats. <laughs> He's balanced. That's He's so balanced. <laughs> that's like every like when at his funeral, everybody was like, "Well, you know, Sephiroth Junior was a very balanced man. He was mm-hmm. good all around. Um, he had high 
had moderate defense and offense yeah. capabilities, and uh, he was pretty good at drawing. Yeah, his not, weight not tier, great. His, his weight tier was such that he could not get knocked off a stage too easily. <laughs> But also, you know, he did have trouble guarding at the edge. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you, you take the good, you take the bad. Yeah. He had a projectile. He had a projectile and he had a uh, a nice parry. Yeah. So, um, and his name is Zehanort. Oh, his name is Zehanort. Oh. Yeah, all my descendants will be named after, like, Final Fantasy and Final Fantasy adjacent villains. <laughs> I feel like I feel like Xehanort is um is a name uh, like if you name your son Xehanort, you always have to worry that like one day that boy will kill you and like take your power from you or something. Listen, or like you will find out one day that you were Xehanort the whole time. I was about to say that's more like it. Like, <laughs> oh, actually, there's 12 different versions of him. <laughs> um yeah, but you know, you don't become a third level chimera in the space force without taking a few risks. Okay, so this is exactly the third time you've described yourself your position in the space force as third level chimera. Can you take a moment to elaborate on mm-hmm. what the other positions were would be that uh, uh this nomenclature would make sense? So the third level is just like honors and distinctions right there's there's different tiers so there's uh and this is in no particular order we could do the order later if you Mm -hmm. wish but uh, there's chimera uh there is manticore Mm. uh worm Mm. uh great worm um basilisk and unicorn okay so um, those are all the kind of officer ranks. So I do want to take a moment to say that the founder of the Space Force is our current president. So I think the nomenclature would be more like uh, Arby's, <laughs> Wendy's, McDonald's, Taco Bell, Taco Bell, Burger King, and uh, KFC. KFC being the highest rank. He'll be out of here. You know, hopefully years from now, probably 80, 80 years from now. And I'm sure he will not have put any thought into it. And um, I'm going to do like a what do you call those things? Like a change.org or like a GoFundMe to make these the actual ranks. Oh, White it's House stock of petition. Yeah. And it's going to get really popular. And um, yeah, it's going like, to get okay. on Kanye's desk. And then Kanye will ask Kanye will, Trump about we'll it. Take it to them. He's yeah. like, yo, I really like these. Um, and he's going to say they were his, but it won't really matter to me. <laughs> because I'm my plan is already in motion. I'm mm. one step closer to haunting the zeitgeist. <laughs> 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 yes, after after um, Zehanort kills me, as you predicted, mm-hmm. I will float into the uh, some kind of like time stream and begin my my ascent. Up the holy totem. You know, I, I do respect that about you, that you do have a, a plan to enact this dream that you have to be part of the zeitgeist. But know that if you enact that plan, uh, I'll have I'll be legally obligated to enact a counter plan in which I personally don't attribute any of these things to you when I dream them. And I always go, like, <laughs> you know, huh, that was a weird dream. Um, that Xehanort did. And I'll just attribute them to Xehanort instead. No! You in what stand? You don't even have a stand. You can't stop me. I I stand a king, all right? I stand a king's lead and a Xehanort. Wow, so you're... You've teamed up. So now I'm the villain and not my murderous Martian grandson? No, I think I'm Sora and Riku and Mickey in this one. And he is uh, Axel? Is he not Xehanort? (laughs) Xehanort is Axel? (laughs) Does that make me Xehanort? I think they're all kind of Xehanort, right? Uh, Yeah, I'm actually one of the 12 forms. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm the true form. I, uh, I have my own self to kill myself <laughs> to become stronger. 
Ugh. I, um, I think we'll just reset it and everyone will be Donald. Oh, okay. The duck. Okay. Yes, Donald the duck. Not Donald the president. Okay, I was like, uh-oh. How did... How did... What did... Uh, oh, man. I can't believe... I can't believe his name is Donald and nobody's fucking clowning him for that. <laughs> what kind of the fucking duck? name is Donald? No, the, Trump. The, oh, okay. <laughs> Listen, man, all names are are kind of weird if you Man's say them. Man's out though. here called Donald, dog. That's wild. Listen, it was a very proud name before he took it. I feel like it was a proud name before the duck took it, probably. <laughs> We'll be right back after this break. Nigga, it is 40 minutes in. <laughs> you can... There's the, there's the beat that you requested, so we can just put that anywhere. <laughs> I think this one is going to have to be an after dark. Yeah, this has got a weird... Uh, this has got this a weird, weird energy. Playing a video game and I'm like, yeah. Sorry. Anyway, uh, so yeah, I had I had this weird dream the other night. Um, when I I was like uh I was sleeping out outside of the home, so you know I'm gonna have a weird dream, and um, mm-hmm. I had this dream where I like was I got a letter from the Japanese government telling me to go to like to the police station. And mm-hmm. uh, I go to the police station and the police have this um, this like profile on me because I filled out a bunch of forms wrong and they were going to like they were blackmailing um. me. <laughs> they were two the both the officers were like English bulldogs in police cap. <laughs> <laughs> and they were just like they were just yelling at me in Japanese and they were just like, listen. We, we've made these mis- all these mistakes on this forms, and we can have you <laughs> deported. But we're gonna use you when you least expect it. We're gonna call in a favor for you. And I was like, "What's going on?" And then I woke up. And I was like, and I was in a camp, like in a a camp cabin in the middle of the mountains. And I was just like, "What is going on in my life that like this is the kind of dream that I'm having?" And I'm waking up and I'm like in such a foreign environment. I just I just don't understand what it means to live anymore, dude. It sounds like the profile of a killer. <laughs> Which one of these dreams did uh did the great Martian killer have? <laughs> Which, which which one of these dreams belong to Zayn or uh, this bulldog? <laughs> deportation dream, uh, the blood ocean dream, or the asteroid dream? Oh, definitely the bulldog. <laughs> and you're correct. Yes, it's true. Xehanort gave me this dream because he died and became the zeitgeist. No, I hate that guy. He's so annoying. Yeah, I agree. I also hate him and his forefather. Wow. You hate Sephiroth. <laughs> he ain't do nothing. He was a sickly man, a weak man, but a good man. <laughs> he was as sickly as he was weak. <laughs> but he was good. He was, yeah, uh, was alright. Yeah, he was a sweet boy. Always... I was giving little girls flowers. Martian flowers, though, so they were like rust-colored rocks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, this is an igneous rock. He's explaining the difference. This one is a metamorphic rock. <laughs> yeah, Xehanort or Sephiroth, I know. I also live on Mars, and that's all we got. <laughs> it's a hellscape compared to Earth, and I can't believe people wanted to live here. Father, I want to see the jungle. Like, well, too bad, son. The gravity there would crush you. <laughs> yeah. Those those mild inclines, you'd you'd yeah, you'd you can handle it. If you saw a snake in real life and not in one of your picture books, it would make your brain explode, son. I can't oh, take God, you to he, Earth. 
he just like pick it up and hold it in his face and he gets bit and he's like ah! <laughs> it like <laughs> swallows him whole like yeah. all 12 feet of him he, he, oh the snake is eating uh, I was thinking that Sephiroth would freak out and then eat the snake we'll have to find out I don't want to find out I don't want to become a, a chimera like as a father I could see why you wouldn't want to find out and as like a person, I could see how you wouldn't want to find out. But yeah. as long as Sephiroth is an abstract monster man, I kind of want to know. Uh, you know what I'm imagining? What's that? Um, do you know those slugmen from Dark Souls Three? Yeah, I'm imagining one of those guys. <laughs> <laughs> I was imagining like um, you know that like dancing gray alien. I forget his name. This in that was in those memes a couple months <laughs> the back. The one who does the little Uzi Vert song. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was imagining him, but like flesh colored, and like he has like really bad like wispy hair. <laughs> I think I think the truth lies somewhere in the middle. <laughs> okay, so let's take it for a landing. All right, um, let's land this Martian ship. <laughs> Okay, well, thank you for joining us in a uh, time skip after dark that really got away from us. Uh, we talked a lot about metabots, presumably. We'll and, have to touch back on that subject another we'll day. Have, yeah, once we'll have to touch back on that during the um, Cuck Monkey revival <laughs> tour that we go on. In 2045, <laughs> get with it, homies, and see you post time skip. See you post line skip. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> this is so stupid. <laughs>